there's some people that know the game, so they like they just walk on a fucking line. Yeah. They're not fucking junior marines. They just flirting with them. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, sir, you fucking up my world. Not because I want this junior marine. <laughs> I need this bitch to take out the trash. <laughs> and I'm not calling her a bitch because she a female. I'm calling her a bitch because she a junior marine. All junior marines are bitches. bitches. <laughs> Like, I'm not telling you they are bitches because she's a FIBA. No, because you see fucking Johnson over there, the man, he's, he's a, bitch. a bitch. You see Jones over there, the man, he's, he's a, a bitch. bitch. You see fucking this one over here, Rodriguez, that's a bitch. They are just bitches. You know why they are bitches? Because they do the one thing every day, which is bitch about something. <laughs> right. Previously, they motherfucker ain't shit. Look how to be today. Oh yeah, you tired? It's my turn now. Mm -hmm. Popeye. Popeye. I hope you enjoy your day and be blessed. And you look at that like, oh, that was so corny. But soon as fucking Duke, oh, no. oh fuck, Duke with the dick. <laughs> That one thing a woman, a woman shouldn't met with. A man's prized possession. Just like y'all. Piss me y'all. I'm finna burn every fucking wig in this motherfucker. <laughs> you come home, I'm sitting down on the floor with a cigar. <laughs> what, what's this burning? Smell like hair. Trash. <laughs> I took out the trash. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Welcome back to the Impolite Gentleman Podcast, a podcast where sometimes assholes have decent opinions too. You already know who I am. I'm not going to introduce myself any fucking more. <laughs> it's my fucking podcast. <laughs> but uh, hey man, graduation dropped and the Facebook page dropped right after that. Uh, it went live and the overwhelming support that we got was amazing, man. It was great. To see that you guys accepting the invite and then inviting some other people uh, because man let me tell you something I posted on Facebook at some point I was like man I spent a, a decade liking freaking pages that y'all was recommending me and I'm talking about it was some dumbass pages man I'm talking about fucking uh, vagina cream by Vanessa this shit was just fucking crazy like I knew that this day was come that I would <laughs> I would cash in those favors and trust me, I'm a petty motherfucker, so if you didn't like that damn page and you got a page that you sent me to like, I'm going to find that shit and I'm going to delete that shit and I'm going to fucking get your ass one star on your business. And <laughs> Why? Because I'm a fucking asshole. Look, we have a very entertaining show for you guys, and it's actually a prelude to the next show. So you might want to tune in to this one and the next one. Uh, because we got we got a lot coming up and look man we just gonna keep it going because I mean like I said I'm not about to die with my fucking dreams and I don't give a shit how much I embarrass myself uh, how much I say something that I might regret I don't give a shit at this point because uh, you know what like I say I, I'm not about to just sit here with fucking regret when I'm old playing Madden 78 fucking uh, in a nursing home or some shit like just like damn i wish i had i did this nah i'm not gonna do that so sit back relax and let's go ahead and kick this shit off what a bunch of assholes 
So, um, got my boy here uh, as a special guest, Mr. Ishmael. <laughs> they can't see you, nigga. Why you throwing up signs? <laughs> it's the natural black thing to do. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got him here. Um, Ishmael, how's it been, man? Chilling, adapting to a new life. My son's getting bigger. Yeah. This little motherfucker is bad and like a delight to be around at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an amazing thing, man. Uh, for the people that don't know, I don't know want to put your business out there. Even if I put it too much out there, you could just say I don't want that shit and I'll cut it. And <laughs> niggas will never hear this shit. But uh, Ishmael just got engaged. I took his um, his engagement pictures. Uh, we actually did a whole surprise for his fiance. Uh, it was a nice little little uh, setup that he had uh, going on, and you know, we I guess we've been playing this for like a couple of months now. Actually, yeah, it's been a while. You were playing that, and uh, we were actually able to do it and pull it off, and it was it was it was a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. I don't cry because I'm a thug, but <laughs> but but you know, it, it, she was she was moved to tears, and uh, it's always good to see people uh, advance in their relationship like that to where you know. They, they they want to take that next step and bond forever or until divorce or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to Somebody that. said, man, I can't do this I can't shit do no this shit. I'm tired of your ass. <laughs> but you start picking that little shit. <laughs> Why the fuck is this socks everywhere? Because <laughs> <laughs> my feet go everywhere. I tell you. That's just how it be sometimes. So, I mean, we're going to get into some stuff. Um, we're going to go wherever the fucking wind takes us. Who, who came up with that shit? But anyway, all right. So a nigga I lost that seat. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that? nigga just sitting in the boat. Man, well, it wouldn't take us. Yeah, what if he lost his paddles and shit? <laughs> so he just sitting there like, you know, this fucking shit suck. The first thing we want to talk about is vices. So when you say like a vice, what you kind of explain? Uh, so in my generation, just because... For all the people that clearly don't know me, I'm 26. So, a lot of people my age group has been dealing with the same vices since we were in, like, fucking high school and shit. And they pretend like this shit's cool. Like, no, you you 18 and that's a fifth of vodka. (laughs) You fucking wallin'. (laughs) And then, people smoke all the time. People got stressed. I ain't gonna fault you for that. But at the same time, don't pretend like your shit normal. Yeah. You smoke fucking four times a day. Yeah. That's an addiction. Yeah. I, no, it's weed. <laughs> it's an addiction. Right. What, do you think I'm a pushover? You know what I used to eat for breakfast? Cocaine. You know what I used to eat for lunch? Cocaine. What'd you have for dinner? Was it cocaine? Get exactly where you're going with that because it's like, sometimes we're creatures of habit and then you got some people who are actually have addictive personalities and shit. My vice, I guess... I sit on the fucking game and bitch fuck out. And I look up, it's like motherfucking midnight or some shit. And I'm like, you know, I didn't waste my life. That's six hours I didn't get back. <laughs> like, shit, I'm, I'm not a saint by no means of it. Right. But my addiction is definitely snacking. Like, yeah. I don't know what, I've been a fat ass kid my whole life. <laughs> Commissary, without the rapper, you can get to it quick. Look, I'm gonna die. Now you a fat ass saint. <laughs> like, every like, fucking childhood picture I have, I have a fucking snack in my hand. <laughs> Either it's a cup of cereal, it's a fucking like bag of chips, a bag of peanuts. He got caught lacking. Like, yo. <laughs> on every pick. No, it's not even that. I would like grapes. Like, yo, like, I ain't had a snack with me at all the time. Come here and tell me what you want. <laughs> but like, the older you get, when you tell somebody, hey, yeah, I don't drink, 
What you mean you don't drink? I know, right? You, yeah. You're better than me. Yeah, I don't drink. Um, I just stopped drinking. I used to drink, and I wasn't an alcoholic. Like, whenever you tell people you don't drink, yeah. they always want an explanation. They always <laughs> want to know, what what happened? What, 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 was it a problem? Was you beating your kids? Did you ruin marriages? Did you kill somebody in the vehicle? Like, what happened? We can't believe you don't drink poison. <laughs> Explain to us why you don't drink poison. Yeah. I don't I don't get the shock. Like if I was to tell somebody, man, I don't never drink water, they'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> First of all, that's another red flag. <laughs> that's why your vagina smell like batteries. <laughs> oh god. Motherfuckers don't drink water at I all. you got fucking pissing increments because that shit burn too much. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, you, I, one thing that uh, that you could you just made me think about it. You know, with the with the whole military like bond connection and everything, it's like I remember those guys that you know, because I came in right when the Iraq War, like fucking motherfuckers getting murdered, like showing the formation with a fucking limb missing, uh, bruh. Like it's bad, and uh, you know, I remember those guys that went that first time. You know, they had to come back home and they were drinking themselves to sleep and shit like that. You know. And, I don't know, would you consider that a vice if uh, it's kind of like fucking induced by something else? Like I don't know, because then we got to look up like the actual definition of vice, so I don't sound fucking stupid. <laughs> but that sounds like a fucking security blanket at that point in time. You, you think so? Yeah, like if you're drinking because of PTSD, that sounds more of a fucking... If you are drinking just because it's fucking Tuday and ain't nothing on TV... That's a vice. Like, you're addicted to that shit. Well, vice is immoral or wicked behavior. So, I don't know. You know what? I guess I got a lot of fucking vices there because I'm a wicked motherfucker sometimes. What the fuck is it like then, honey? Well, someone's coming between me and Keisha. Somebody fucked your girl, Cass? I've been one to fuck your girl. Oh, oh please. How do you let somebody fuck your girl before leaving, cuz? We family, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Kinda. How the fuck you kinda bang Keisha, honey? Huh? Did you have one pant leg in, one pant leg out? Like, he wasn't even interested in fucking her, honey? Like, he had somewhere better to be, honey? I try to pretend like I'm not, like, an evil person, but I am. <laughs> like, I told my girl in a joking manner, and hopefully she thinks this shit's still a joke. I was like, hey, we have a breakup because you cheat on me. Whoever's close to you is who I'm cheating back with. I'm going to find a boss at your fucking job. <laughs> Bring her I need your flowers and coffee in the morning. I need your fucking best friend <laughs> or your sister or some shit. Just like being all cold. No, no, no family, no family. Oh, you—that's where you draw the line. I really do love her family. Her family's real, like sweet and open to me. And I've never, like, really experienced that from a relationship standpoint. So, yeah, nah, family totally off limits. Friends or family is not. That's it. But listen, I'm gonna find out her, the daycare teacher that my son gonna go to. <laughs> <laughs> or some wicked so shit you, like that. So you see her every day. <laughs> yep. Just so you know, you handing your son over to his new stepmother. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. From the makers of the pre-workout, Woke. And those exact same motherfuckers that brought you Woke AF comes a new pre-workout. Dead as fuck will have you lifting more weight than you can ever imagine. With 900 grams of caffeine, 
this will be your best and possibly your last workout. Just ask Tom. Yo, Tom. Shit. Well, fuck Tom. Get ready to have massive ass gains. And train like there's no tomorrow. Cause there's a chance after taking this shit, you won't have one. Dead as fuck is nowhere in the vicinity of being FDA approved. But it's approved for the pros. Get that body that you deserve. Or die trying. Call 1-800-DEAD-AF now for a free sample. Don't miss out. Dead as fuck. Lift yourself off Earth. When people are drinking after deployment, yeah, like after like PTSD and shit like that. You say you think that's like a like a crutch or some shit? Yeah, it's more like a fucking security blanket, man. Like you're trying to make pain go away by hiding it. Like if you really want to attack some shit on, and this is definitely a big problem, especially in the man and black men community. Yeah, therapy. We don't want to do it. Yeah, that's a yeah. We don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we have the it is what it is concept. Yeah. Either it's gonna get done or it don't. Don't be want to talk about that shit. Don't have that conversation. How the fuck you gonna be depressed when we got bills? Right. You gotta get to work. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta pay this shit somehow. Boy, you are too Somebody bad to be depressed. Take my depressed ass to fucking work <laughs> <laughs> and make this depressed money. Cash this depressed check and you pay these depressed ass bills. That's like, how shit gonna work. You can't be the oh, you can't be the you can't be a black kid that's depressed at home. Oh, no. So you telling me I go to work every fucking day and you head sad, nigga? <laughs> Especially if you come from parents that have, like, really struggled. Oh, yeah. So like, my, you don't know the fucking struggle. Yeah. My mom came to this country when she was a teenager after losing her mom. Right. That's rough, man. She. That is rough. I, I promise you. So you man, man, shit can you go down you, to my household. That's any no struggle, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like... To this day, she's been through way fucking more than I have. Yeah. To this day, way more. Yeah. So, like, as a kid, I'm watching her go to work every day, provide, not get a break, fucking feet swollen, ankles swollen from walking up Still and down. Still going, all day. yeah. Still gotta do this shit, and then I'm not even making good grades. Oh, you so you shithead now, right? So now I'm just a piece of shit, and then I got the nerve to be depressed on top of that. Nigga, get your shit together. You finna get out of my house. <laughs> that's that's fucked up when you look at it like that. It's like, uh, you know, and I, I try to realize, I try to say like, okay, everybody got their own type of struggle. That's one thing that I had to realize as an adult. Even though, because it's easy to do what you just did, and we compare the struggle, so it's like, all right, you really don't fucking know struggle because of this and this, you know. Like one time, I was, I knew I was like depressed or going through some depression, and I pulled up. I was in New York. And I um I pulled up. I was going from Newburgh to Poughkeepsie, across the bridge, and it was this homeless dude holding this sign. And you know, you you would see a lot of homeless people, or whatever. No big deal. But this dude had he didn't have no arm, and I think he was like, like I think he had missed like a portion of his leg. So I sat there, and I was like, it was summertime too, and I had just I was in my Camaro, like I was just feeling good, you know. And uh, Reality. I looked, yeah, I looked like <laughs> nigga, I don't. I ain't been through shit. I ain't got nothing. Depressed. What? I'm in a Camaro just chilling, like, you know, you know, making my little military money or whatever the Listen, fuck. And this dude like, ain't got your, no fucking arm. Like, you know, I think about that shit. Like, that hit, shit hits you so much. So, like, like they sad. They going through this, this, and that. I'm like, 
what is you bitching about? Right. <laughs> One, you work a nine to five. <laughs> you have a place to live. So you go blow all your money. Right. And still live somewhere. Because you got a safety net. Yeah. Like, you live in a fucking Marine Corps fucking bubble. Yeah. What are you really bitching about? I used to be in the barracks all day, not doing nothing. Then leave the fucking barracks. <laughs> I don't have a car. There's a bus. <laughs> I don't know how to take a bus. Learn. <laughs> they have to get out of their damn comfort zone. They have to. And it's. For some people, I, after, I realized that, you know, it's hard. My close friend, um, damn it, I just realized I said her name and <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, she goes through this type of stuff, man, and uh, I'm going to edit out the name <laughs> so they'll never hear it. But anyway, she's going through, you know, a lot of depression and stuff like that and just talking to us. This is my friend since MCT, you know, so Marine Combat Training for, you know, the civilians and shit out there. So I was a young fucking little fucker. And knowing this girl, and she's been battling these demons, and it took me a while to understand that shit, you know, because I was just like, you know, just like you, okay, I got a solution for whatever your little problem is, you know, <laughs> you don't want to go outside, then go, you know, force yourself to go outside. It's just that fucking simple. You can't put your shoes on, then I don't know what's your problem. Bend your ass over and put your fucking shoes on. <laughs> like, I don't get it, you know, but that's just me. I had to understand that, you know, it's different levels of shit. People go through their shit a different way, you know. Shit really does get heavy. Yeah, and it's worse when they're a good person and yeah. they're getting fucked over by somebody. Yeah, yes. Because when you take advantage of somebody's good heart, you're changing them in a way that they may not go back to who the fuck they were. That's a whole different lane. And I like that you took it there because my friend that we were talking about I just mentioned like same type of shit that she has like this great heart and she had this husband <laughs> that was just like. Fucking her over left and right, you know. So I'm looking at this shit from a friend's perspective, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this dude going to the club every fucking night. It's you know, I don't think he just like going to the club. But you know, I ain't trying to put nothing in her head that you know that's kind of like making everything toxic or whatever the fuck. But like you said, it's like I know for a fact that he had an influence on how she was reacting and how she was feeling, you know. So like you said, those people bring that shit out of you. You know, or they'll keep you down in that little place. And it's worse when they have this false fucking reality. Like, they know exactly what's going on, but yeah. they say it. That makes it true. Oh, yeah. That's, I hate that. Like, and I always say that now. You'll probably hear me say that shit. Your word is not law. Like, just because you said that, it doesn't mean that it's fucking law. You know, that's just you believing whatever the fuck that is, and it could be completely fucking false. Yeah. And then I know those kind of... Is it gaslighting the fucking term I'm looking for? I don't want to That's gaslighting. That's okay. gaslighting. If, they, if they're, if they you know... Like they're doing something on purpose, uh -huh. but then flipping it back on yep. you yep. Making to make situation. it feel like you're the bad person? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just to make sure I'm using the term That's the, the exact definition of gaslighting. Now, I do it once or twice, like if I'm losing an argument, because <laughs> I'm a thug. I can't just be out here getting my ass whooped and... About fucking words. T taking L's. <laughs> I can't do that. So, when it comes to gaslighting, I'm not going to say, like, yeah, I always do it. But if, I, if I'm down and out, like, I'm back against the ropes. <laughs> like I'm flipping like on a, you. Like a cat in the corner. <laughs> Got your ass. <laughs> but now, there's some people that really take that shit to the extreme. And you watch good people just get damaged. And like, you want to say something, but then at the end of the day, your words don't really mean nothing. Yeah, they mean, know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I mean, some people just be caught up in that type of shit and... You know, it's hard for them to get out. Let's just take that for like relationships and shit. Like motherfuckers get gaslit and you just like, I know that I should probably say something, but you have that. I, I've heard this person defend that other person so many times. So they'll defend yeah. that negative fucking behavior. You know, like, you know, it, it goes back to that whole, oh, he ain't hit me. I ran into the door. That So I think it's on a bigger level when it comes to our community. So 
I don't want to ruffle no feathers because I know how people like to tussle. The fuck you gonna ruffle them motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, when people have like this baby mama, baby daddy drama, yeah. and you know exactly who the fuck they were yeah. before having this kid, you're expecting something new. <laughs> so you telling me you want a hood dude. You like somebody that sells drugs, that shoot people. That guy that be in and out of jail. He don't take care of his kids. He don't take care of himself. Right. Oh, you a nurse? <laughs> Why are you messing with gang packers? What are, what are you on? I don't know. That's saying like the celebrities go back, like Chris Brown, how he he just became a gang member and Soldier Boy is a gang member and shit like that. And I'm like, well, we followed y'all careers since y'all was little. At what point did you have time to go get jumped in or whatever the fuck? Like, you know, like. Motherfuckers try to rap and scene to get out of the hood. There's one thing I don't do is take on Chris Brown fans no more. <laughs> I my my beeswax when it comes to Chris Brown. Like, I ain't like him after the whole Rihanna thing. And I'm not yeah. pretending like I do. Like, oh, they fought, she lost. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, defend him that much. Like y'all worried about fucking Beyonce fans <laughs> and the Beehive and shit. You meet like some real Chris, Chris Brown, Brown fans, man. They're not. Rihanna ran into his fist. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, <laughs> if she didn't want to get her ass beat, she shouldn't have even been born. <laughs> Excuse me, ho? So, Why get into the vehicle with somebody knowing that they're abusive? They, they ruthless. Just like I think Chris Brown got this shit going on now uh, with some chick uh, accused him of oh, rape. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, like, my wife wasn't having that shit. It's like, why were you there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you a, you a woman. Why are you what, victim what shaming? SDAs really make you choose between your fucking family yeah. and the Marine Corps. It's just, and that's crazy, too. Nigga, I am here to provide <laughs> for my family. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I, I mean, I had, I remember when I was in and I had this gunny. And shit, you probably hear these stories now. Like, you had that story where you had that staff of CEO that'll tell you, hey, back then I had to choose between my family and the Marine Corps and then the Marine Corps won or some shit like that. And I'm like... And then when you go oh, see your fuck fucking <laughs> ex-wife, she got fucking three mixed kids. <laughs> like, the shit, like, I don't know. That's just priorities, man. Like, I, I feel get, like if you, you're not really a man in life if you can't control or try your best to control the shit that you've made in this world. Ah, uh, message. <laughs> like, message. <laughs> like, oh, man. Because, yeah, I, I get that totally. Like, I, I used to say a lot of times, for the most part, you know what you're doing when you're making a kid, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we know we got control of the situation. Now, that might be those nights, and I got this, you know, we got our one friend uh, as a, an exception, but there might be those nights where it'd be some drunken shit happening and you really had no control over whatever the fuck. That might, that's, that's that. <laughs> but for the most part, we as men know what we're doing. So if you know what you're doing and you're bringing this child into the world and you're choosing not to take care of this kid or... You know, just like me, I, I say a lot of times, like, I never, uh, this kind of off topic, but on topic, I never say something about my girl's appearance because I did that to her, you know? <laughs> I put four kids in that body, you know? that if she had... You about to make it five. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I, like, I, I did that to her. So why would I say something about her appearance or body appearance, especially, you know, just having a kid or whatever? Why would I say something? But you got those people, my friend that we had just mentioned, her husband, at the time, you know, she gained weight because of the kid. So he's saying something about her weight. I'm not like that at all. I don't, I definitely make my girl feel beautiful. Right. Time. We still argue about shit here and there. Yeah. Um, 
But ultimately, if I'm making fun of her appearance, it's because she ashy. Like, I do. Like, I'm going to make fun of some shit that's in control of her. <laughs> now, now I, give you, I give you that. That little outer layer of shit. Yeah, I like, got you. I'm going to tell hey, you all stuff off. Like, yeah. Day. Like, for the big stuff, you don't touch that, Yeah, right? yeah. You don't you touch that shit. There, you don't you touch a gut. You don't touch, yeah, like, yeah. But if... If this things that you can control, like right here, like right lotion? now, like motion, oh, I'm gonna get on you. You telling me you've been awake for all the fucking 45 minutes and you ain't see your toothbrush yet? Oh, I'm gonna get on you. But that's because I love you. Like you could control your toothbrush, your lotion, and fucking uh, the shirt that got spit up on it. You can control all that. You might the whole spit up thing. Sometimes my son spit up on it. Man, I ain't about to change my fucking shirt. That's too much work right now. Oh, yeah, I just sit there with that white shit on it. Yo, it looks bad. That, my, that, I, I wear black all the time. Yeah, now it's like, that looks pretty bad. You got white shit like right here. Yeah, like, if I gotta go to the store now, okay. down. <laughs> now I change. If I'm not leaving my house, I'm not yeah, changing. Like, yeah, no, I keep that paint but on me. But why would I not clown my girl or some shit like that? If yeah. I know I'm about to give her money to get her nails done, oh, I'm about to clown you. Right. Like, damn, you was walking around for a week like that? Look at them toes, yo. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> like, say, wow, is that how you really feel? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. But, um... You hear that? That You an asshole. Okay, yeah. That's how you know you want to fight. <laughs> that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> I, I mean, like, Thanos, when he got the other ring, the last ring. Yo. Just, <gasps> <gasps> I'm waiting for my kids. Asshole. I'm waiting for my kids to become teenagers. Like, I hate you. That's how I know I'm doing my job right now. <laughs> You'll never let me do nothing, you damn right I don't. Yes, I, uh, I'm sorry you don't want to fucking go to a fucking bridge and do fentanyl. Whatever the fucking kids going to be doing what? right there. Hey, listen. What? Looking at, looking at what kind of shit y'all did hold on, in hold New on. York? Listen, think about it, right? Think about the shit they used to get into in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Two thousand and ten, right? By the 2030s and 40s. Tell me they ain't going to be on some wild shit. <laughs> Think about it, man. That's like, that's like you like saying all when y'all sitting at home, y'all sitting at home with parties, fucking snorting chloroform, passing think up. Think about it, man. Look, watch. In the 90s, kids used to go skip school to drink 40s. <laughs> In the 2000s, now you got your four locals, your mad dogs. Yeah, yeah. Harder shit. Yeah. The tents, weed. Harder weed, right? The 20s, I don't know what them kids doing now. I know some wild shit. You, <laughs> they got like vape pens. How do you get to that? Fucking though? weed pens that like have no smoke and no yeah. sense. But going back to the whole uh, just being a man thing and providing for yourself, I chose to make my son. My son did not choose to be here. Exactly. If I am now choosing shit over my son, that means I not only made one bad decision, I made two. Yeah. Because I should have never had a son in the first place. Right. Now, I do. You could like. Get deep into the weeds about it. Like, hey, I told her I want to have a kid. I just wanted to have sex. Blah, 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 blah. And those situations are its own conversation. But ultimately, if both of you, like, hey, let's have a kid. Yep. We have a kid. Yep. Like, I got to provide for my kid. Yep. Because oh, as much as people want to play, like, gender roles or switching and whatever the fuck, one parent, hopefully two, will be financial support. Yeah. And one parent, hopefully two, will be emotional support. Yep. Right? Yeah. As of right now, in my household, I am financial support. My girl is emotional support for my yeah. son, right? Yeah. When it's fucking two o'clock in the morning and he's crying, he wants to feel somebody's chest and he don't want all this hair in his fucking mouth from <laughs> me. Right? <laughs> but then it's also my job to make sure 
he has fucked food to eat during the day. Right. Those are the roles. Right. At no point in time did I say that that is her job because she's a woman, mm-hmm. and this is my job because I'm a man. We yeah. chose our fucking roles. Right. That's how that goes. Yep. So now I'm making a choice that, hey, I need to do this to advance my career. And a career I don't even want to fucking do no more. <laughs> uh, It'd be like but that. <laughs> I'm going to take away time for my son. Right. No. I'm not doing that. I am only here for my son. Right. The only reason why staff aren't so-and-so and get his ass beat is because I got a kid. <laughs> Motherfucker talking to people crazy. I'm fitting to swing. <laughs> so, Gunny so-and-so fucking get lippy too. He get his ass whooped. All I y'all am, get y'all ass whooped. I am here for my son. <laughs> Because that corporate paycheck ain't looking too appealing right, right now. Right, <laughs> right. That shit. I'm over here struggling for fucking right? $400 every fucking two weeks. You can eat my ass. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I fucking bite my tongue for the safety of my fucking son. That right. is it. Right. I'll beat you in front of your fucking kids, nigga. Stop playing with <laughs> That's one thing, too. I, I, I brought this up uh, back when I was in, and they're still at the unit. And it's just like, man, you know how easy the Marine Corps would be if we just had a red card where... You know, you get like two red cards every maybe, maybe I'll every say quarter. every quarter. Or maybe every other quarter. I, you know, just to space it out for them scary motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you get the two red cards. These red cards are fight cards, right? So, you roll up to a motherfucker, they got a problem with you, and they, they just like, you know, or this you got this this gunny or this mass or whatever, and they just decide they want to yell, right? Apparently, you know, that first of all, that's unprofessional. So, you, wanna, you yell at me in front of everybody, that's unprofessional. We're going to go there. But... Guess what? Guess what I got in my pocket? I done saved this red card. So now I done dropped this bitch at your foot. Guess what you got to do? Take that blouse <laughs> well, you off. Got, now it's time to throw some hands. So that's that's me restoring the order. And right? basically I'm throwing red cards on family day. I'm, yeah, right. I am the nigga Thanos. <laughs> I am restoring order to this shit because guess what? Now you got this motherfucker that you just said, oh, he wants to take time from you and your family? Cool. Think he look at your foot. Guess what that is, guy? It's a red card. <laughs> throw these hands. <laughs> so, one thing I really do wish is that you could like look uh, higher up in the eyes. Like, hey, you want to have a conversation in the tree line? Are you, <laughs> are you threatening me? No, no. This, your is, menu. this is just a suggestion or a you know I'm trying to just change this whole thing. There's a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> that would try you, and that whole give a ass to in the public, but correct in private should get on my nerves. Yeah, because you could be in the right, they'll correct you. Make a whole big ass scene. Come to your office later. Hey man, I was wrong. No, I need you. No, go back in public. What is it? That shit. What is it? I need the apologies to be just as loud as the insult or something. Yeah, I yeah, I need that shit to be. I need that shit to be loud. See, and this is why I demean your fucking character behind closed doors. Right. This is exactly why. This is why everybody here think you a piece of shit because you is. Jonathan Dinklenuts, and here's your sports update. Over in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars hired former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson. Peterson led Philly to a Super Bowl win during the 2017 campaign. Still, seems like a shitty hire, but it gives good old sunshine Trevor Lawrence a new coach and a fresh start. Over in the association, Ice Trey Young drags his icy balls all over Phoenix and ends their 11-game win streak. He finished the game with a cool 43 points as Atlanta moves one game under 500. If you haven't been paying attention to the Winter Olympics, don't worry. We haven't fucking either. For more updates, tune in weekly to the Impolite Gentleman Podcast powered by Mid-June Productions. Until next time, this is Jonathan Deaglenuts signing off.
if you are working with somebody that brags about getting people fired or Yo. brags about fucking writing people up, get the fuck out of Bro, there. Bro, why do you have those people? Why do you have those people that just like, I'm going to ruin this motherfucker's life. minded best. I'm going to make your fucking life hell. Miserable, yeah. You know what? You know what's crazy? So I remember when I was in, um, we took a trip to Minnesota and I had this, uh, I had a staff sergeant and we were going there. We we're just supposed to inspect the unit and everything. You know, no big deal. Just go in there, make sure they're doing their job. Okay, cool. So this guy finds out that the sergeant is fucking the corporal in the office, right? That makes sense. So sounds regular. So yeah, but he <laughs> doesn't want to be. You know, he's like he's not gonna let this shit go. He this is just a little rumor mill. So now, he, do they work together? Like directly work for each other? Uh, they work together. Yes. Uh, I see that. Now, worked in the same company or like both with the same MOS? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And in hindsight, I can speak on this. I can just speak on this. That fraternization rule gets people People enforce that when they want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now, I get it. Some, I, I understand. Rules are rules. I get it. I can't say. I can I can be subjective about the rules and say I don't like this rule because of this and this and that. Right? Like I just did with the whole fraternization thing. But I don't. People enforce it when they want to. You know? So. With yeah, to answer your question, this I think the sergeant worked directly in the office with the corporal. He had direct. It was the definition of fraternization. He shouldn't yeah. be fucking with her, right? But the staff sergeant finds out we're from a whole. We're not even from the same state. We didn't flew in from a different state. <laughs> but this guy wants to take it upon himself because he's just that type of person. Like you said, like I want to get this motherfucker in trouble. So he he wants to do this whole investigation. I'm like, man, we came here. <laughs> for for this inspection, like, what are you doing? He wants to follow these motherfuckers home, see if see if she's you know he wants to take a taxi to see if he's going to her house or something like that. What are they doing doing child? Are they what you know? Are they together when, when they go during child? Like he's doing all this shit. I'm not making this shit up. He goes on his whole like expedition to try to figure out if they're fucking or not. He finds out, yeah, they are fucking because he didn't. We we've been at the unit two days now, so he, you know he's done his investigation, quote unquote. And he finds out they're fucking. Cool. What are you going to do about it? All right, cool. He tries to tell the first sergeant. Or he said he threatens to tell their first sergeant. Okay, cool. Guess what? Sergeant's like, first sergeant ain't going to do nothing to me. And he's like, what? Fuck, why not? Oh, you know why? Because that first sergeant fucking that staff sergeant. <laughs> and I know about that. <laughs> so now you in a fucking pickle, bitch. <laughs> so now you don't uncover a whole bunch of shit about this unit. And my suggestion is, hey. I think we just need to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I see like there's a lot of shit going on here that doesn't involve me. me. So let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So now me personally, I'm I am one of those fucking people. If it's real life drama, I keep tabbing and be like, hey, how this situation going? I'm like I let two weeks pass, see if shit like Opens up. I'm, I'm asking questions. I want to know. Is it because you a nosy individual, or is it because you just like bored and like entertainment? Fucking both, but it's more of the fact that it's real. It's nothing scripted here. He's <laughs> a real live. You know, for this some real for shit. some weird reason, I respect that. Like, <laughs> so I'm not watching some shit on TV. I'm watching this shit unfold in real these, life. Okay, these cool. writers. These are real people. <laughs> These are real dirtbags. I respect this. <laughs> I don't know why. I do. <laughs> like, that shit is funny to me. <laughs> so you telling me, Sergeant fucking Corporal, Staff Sergeant fucking First Sergeant, the Major probably just hate everybody anyway. Yep. 
when everybody in the unit was just fucking each other and y'all just couldn't do nothing about it. Because <laughs> everybody got dirt on somebody. So I can't, you can't do shit to me because if you tell me, I'm going to tell I'm you. Tell, I'm so we going to be some shit. telling motherfuckers. You think J-Rock talking? Hell no, dog. J-Rock is my cousin. That man would never snitch. All right, so just chill out here. Oh, hey, bring that ice when you get that chance, Dwight. All right, man. <laughs> you the man, Dwight. <laughs> what up, J-Rock? They hurt you up in there? Shoot me, hurt you. Look how he just got back from the fucking snack shop. What you say to them, man? <laughs> like at the unit I'm at now, my first time my captain protect me. Yeah. Well, like I know they do behind closed doors. I give it. I give them trouble every now and then. Make yeah. Them back. But say if one of the one of them get replaced by somebody new, and they try to fucking come down on me, when I tell you I'm snitching, <laughs> let somebody let them try to come after me and one of these motherfucking motherfuckers co-sign on that shit. I oh, promise you. I am telling. I'm like, hey, first of all, drug test everybody here. See if I'm still right now. Problem child. Oh, okay. Get all these motherfuckers. Oh, right quick. These two so close to each other, huh? Mm, maybe somebody should look into that. Oh, okay. You tell me this motherfucker go to physical therapy every, every day? day. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm snitching. This motherfucker got a dossier. Like, you gonna see a fucking scroll? Oh, come out. no pad. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of shit in this world that's first world problems. If you just mind your own fucking business and you yeah. worry about you, you'd be a lot happier in life. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't really have sympathy for everybody. I really don't. Sympathy or empathy, whichever one fucking fits. If I see two motherfuckers with a kid and neither one of them is trying, immediately stop no. giving a fuck. Yeah. No, because you that- tell me both of y'all here. Two working legs, two working arms, <laughs> yeah. and not one of you motherfuckers is working. Yeah, because one of y'all have fucking attachment issues. One of you like, oh nah, working ain't the way to go. I'm gonna do this, motherfucker. You just slept until two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. You did nothing with your life. You're not productive. You you're not contributing, and now you're not raising your kids, which is like a whole different. That's a whole different level of just being a piece of shit. And then women do the same shit. So stop chasing these men. Now, this is not towards black women at all. Yeah. Because this shit goes on both sides. Yeah. Stop chasing men that don't want shit to do with a kid. Yeah. If they tell you yeah. they don't want nothing to do with this kid, believe them. Yeah. But if you I mean, feel like this person has zero parental fucking skills, <laughs> believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's two, it's two things to that. You, can, you have those chicks that just believe... Uh, not just you know wrapping up females, but it's like you got those chicks that believe that they can change that person, um, and you also have those chicks that get wrapped in situations. And where we talked about earlier, the dude knew what he was doing. He didn't pull out for, <laughs> for his reasons. He knew he didn't pull out, and boom, she's pregnant. Now you surprised? Why are you surprised? You knew you didn't pull out. Like no, that's me and my girl now. Uh, we keep pregnancy tests because every time she get nauseous or whatever, she's like, oh, I think I'm pregnant. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> like, not saying pull out is like 100% guarantee. No, is it? But that 99% is kind of strong. Man, I, I, I had to post this on Facebook a while back because people were messing with me talking about, uh, I don't know how to pull out. I'm like, you realize my kids, my kids are seven and eight. And then there's a gap. And then my kids are... 
fucking two and four months, right? So clearly, <laughs> I'm selective. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> now, if I had kids that was one, three, four, five, we got a fucking problem. <laughs> hey, you pull out your hair every time. <laughs> I, like, don't trust me to pull a piece out the oven. Like, <laughs> don't trust me. To burn down. Don't trust me to pull your car out the driveway. Because <laughs> like I ain't pulling out enough. How you gonna say I don't know how to pull out? Do you know my fucking record? <laughs> right. <laughs> I definitely got a fucking A or B plus in this class. Just, I got eighty percent accuracy, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> this is good. I tomorrow I pull out. Like, if ninety percent of your car work, you happy with it, right? Okay, then shut up, dumbass. It's just crazy, man. <laughs> But when I say first world problems, I'm okay with kids complaining about first world problems and teenagers. Yeah, I do not like hearing adults complaining about complaining about first world problems. You've had way more than enough time to get the fuck over it and get yeah. your shit together. Yeah, you know for a fucking fact that you can make a difference in your own life and you're not doing it. That's also a first world problem. Yeah, for sure. If you if, got yeah, consistently complaining about something and not doing anything to fix it. <laughs> you telling me you got fucking forty dollars to your name for the next two weeks and you bought some easy Jesus? <laughs> you, this world that can try harder and do better. Now mind you, and I don't want to take this away from nobody. If you are not trying, or it makes it seem like you're not trying because you're battling something, you have to talk about that shit or people don't know. Yeah. If both of you are sleeping in until fucking noon, your fucking baby hungry and shit like that. Like, why neither one of you trying to be a fucking parent? Because there's going to be a point in time you got to tough that shit out. You got to do what of you got to do. Of course, yeah. But, like, if you're say, hey, I can't really do this because I'm depressed. All right, cool. Figure out something. Get on some meds. Get on, get on something. You have to get on track. Once you have a fucking kid, you have to. To stop being selfish. Yeah, that's it. You're, you can't be selfish when they get older. Yeah, you gotta be selfless because it's like you gotta take care of your kids. Priority at that point. You know, it's people are I, now now like okay, I got that girl pregnant, so it sounds like a you problem, chick. You know, all these like all the kids just speed bump, right? Or something like that. Like those fucking social media ass parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like I know people that like they they got their significant other pregnant and just like oh you ruined my life, like. You know, you ruined my life because you're pregnant. Like, that's something like I never understood that. You know, and that goes back you to what we were saying. You tell me that you could take in better care of yourself because that you use a condom, right? That you pull out, right? You know, that's less effective. Did you did, did you, you do your fucking did you do your fucking research? And so, like, when did she, you ask her if she's on birth control, right? If or when she got on birth control, did you do research to realize like, hey, this shit ain't instant? Did you have sixty dollars to your name to go buy a plan? Plan, but yeah, exactly. 120 if you miss with a big girl. What? Really I was a like, wait a minute, what? So I thought it was a joke, but there really is a weight limit on Plan B. I did not know that. I did not know that For at all. Bigger, uh, bigger people, they Yeah, because it's a people. dosage. But it, from from my understanding, Plan B is just a, a higher dosage of a birth control pill. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I can understand that, but it's, <laughs> that is crazy. I think if you're over like 180 or some shit, you got to take two of them bitches. That, you know what? That, that makes sense, though. You know what? So one time I remember going to medical and I had to pick up my meds or whatever. And I get to the window and I was in New York. We was at West Point, And it was this Asian lady. And she's a pharmacist and she's just scanning the meds. She didn't look up at me. She was like scanning the meds. She was like, oh, okay. And then you take this. And then she's like, oh, no. Hit 200 pounds. 
No, he didn't. Like she realized that the dosage, <laughs> that, that shit, I was going to eat that shit like an M&M and it wasn't going to do shit to me. But like I get it. It, it seemed insulting from the outside looking in, but I realized like, no, okay, no, she's doing her job. But she's but she's just the fact that like she's just not even looking up and she looks up and she's like, oh no, you're two, you're two hundred pounds. You need more. Like, <laughs> like damn, chick. Okay. You give it my feelings. But that makes perfect sense. That as why a bigger chick would need a higher dosage of flat beat. I did not know that, but I, I'm not disputing it at all. Like that's crazy. But ultimately. There's a lot of shit in this world that you have control over. There's some shit in this world you really don't. A lot of stuff, and I tell my friends this, a lot of stuff is self-inflicted. I can't complain about my ass fucking being overweight. I, I got to that point to where, you know, I'd rather eat this fucking hamburger than eat this salad, you know? And Put down the five one ball for some brownies. Right. <laughs> like, that's, it's all self-inflicted. And some people don't want to hear that type of shit, but you got to have people in your life that's like... Kind of be honest with you, like, yo. if you were Caribbean, they will tell you <laughs> fucking you? immediately. <laughs> Good lord, don't don't gain no weight around no Caribbean you person. Oh God, God, you're getting fat. Oh, okay, <laughs> you find a nice way to say this. He's like they start moving shit from around you. <laughs> don't want you to see these. All right, bitch. So <laughs> <why> you divorce. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Emotional damage. What a bunch of assholes. in the studio asked me James why does your voice change when you do the impolite advice and I'm like because it's a message that I'm trying to push through like don't you hear the sub music like <laughs> but hey this week's advice is entitled how are you as I grow older my eyes are open to a lot of different things like most of you I realize that I may have been close friends with this one person for a good amount of time only to rarely speak to them as time moves on. And I get it. Sometimes life just gets in the way. Sometimes priorities shift. And that person that had your back, that person that you talk to almost on a daily basis, is now a stranger. You may have had some falling out, or you may have just grew apart. People's values change as quick as their social status can. But at what point do you pick up the phone and check up on someone? We are all running this same race in life. And you never know what someone is going through. My advice is to hit someone up whenever you think about them and not when you want something. Pick up the phone and text, hey, I didn't want anything. I just wanted to see how you were doing. You'd be surprised at how much that means to a person. Don't be one of those selfish people who talk to someone and never ask them about their life. Because with me, it'll quickly turn into, how are you? Not block, bitch. Drop the sticks. We out this bitch. Thanks for listening. This has been the Impolite Gentleman Podcast.
straight up, screw you up, or not, we don't give a fuck if you don't.